then something was seriously fucked up. Get a hold of yourself, Alex. Maybe it's just a bunch of unconnected incidents. Maybe you've been playing too many video games and you aren't thinking clearly. This unfamiliar environment has affected you, not to mention the fact that you are walking next to Lucy Hoffmeister right now. That thought drained all my confidence away. My throat went suddenly dry. I had talked to her easily a moment ago because my mind had been on other things. Now that I thought about talking to her, I couldn't do it. She sensed my discomfort and looked at her phone, pretending to be interested in something on the screen. I took out the radio and turned it on. The station crackled and emitted white noise. I rotated the tuning dial, seeking a voice from the outside world. There were no live stations. The signal here is really bad, Lucy said. It isn't that. See that green indicator? That means the radio is tuned to a digital channel. There's just nothing on the channel. Try a different one. I adjusted the tuner. A woman's voice came through the static. Her intonation was flat as if she were reading from a script. This is the BBC emergency broadcast. Stay in your home. The military and police are dealing with the current situation. Stay inside and lock all doors and windows. A pause. Then the recording message was repeated. This is the BBC emergency... I ran up to Mike. Listen! I turned up the volume. Police are dealing with the current situation. Stay inside and lock all doors and windows. What the fuck, man? It's the emergency broadcast system. They only use it if something really fucking bad has happened. We've got to get home. We can't be out here in the middle of nowhere if something's happening. He stopped and looked me in the eyes. Alex, is this a joke? Some sort of prank? I shook my head. I swear it isn't. The EBS continued to repeat on a loop. Turn the fucking radio off. I did so gladly. I couldn't stand to listen to it any longer. Maybe it's a test? Elena suggested. They test these things all the time, right? They have to know it works in case they need it in a real emergency. Yeah. They do that all the time, man. They close underground stations and practice for biological warfare and shit like that. Not on every station. I can't get anything else on the radio. No music, no news, nothing. He took out his phone and jabbed at it. His eyes flickered over the screen and his face went pale. Oh, fuck. He muttered. Elena put her head on his shoulder and looked at his phone. What? is it, Mike? There hasn't been an update on the internet news channel since two hours ago. It just says, virus outbreak, nothing else. There's nothing else. He pressed the screen on his phone a few times. I can't get shit on here. We need to go back, I said. Alex is right, Lucy added. Mike ran his hands through his hair and paced back and forth on the trail. We should keep going. Make camp. It's a lot further back to the cars than it is to the campsite. If, if the shit has really hit the fan, we might be in the best place out here. It's getting dark and it's going to rain. We need to set up camp. Come on. He stormed off down the trail. Elena went running after him. Lucy looked at me. What do you think? He's probably right. If we went back to the cars now, it'd get dark before we got anywhere near them. 
I don't fancy walking over the mountains in the pitch black. Me either. We set off after Mike and Elena. Lucy was quiet for a while, lost in her own thoughts, but then she asked, Alex, what do you think has happened? I don't know. If it's a virus, how could it spread so quickly? I heard a news report earlier that mentioned a hospital in London and a doctor in quarantine, but when we left home this morning, there was no mention of anything on the news. She went quiet again, then said, I'm scared. I looked at the darkening sky. Something told me this was the end of the last normal day ever. Life was never going to be the same again.